Good day, my friends. I am Joey Hernandez. Thank you so much for tuning into the show today. I will tell you that I have a little bit of a scratchy throat. That always happens when I do an hour in the sauna. For whatever reason, I have a raspy voice for the rest of the night. So please bear with me. I am going to announce that my plan in the next seven days is to put out three episodes of this show. The first one, which I'm doing today, which you can tell by the title, is going to be about sauna guys. The next one is about body image and the mental health aspect of that. And the final concluding episode of my I See Dead People series. And that episode is going to be about answering questions that you folks have sent in to me, questions about the funeral business in general. And I will also do a story time, a short story time, that is the most disgusting, gross thing I ever had to do as a funeral director and embalmer. Now, I am going to give a very clear warning before I start that story, because I know that some of you would not enjoy tuning into that, but that's going to be a Halloween celebrating episode in some bizarre ways. So, today, I'm going to tell you a tale about something that happened yesterday, and I'm really excited to tell this story because I can't think of anything that has happened in the last 10 years that was so cool (laughs) and ego-stroking and just, well, you will see. So, I'm going to give my network promo, and then I will tell you all about this exciting thing that happened yesterday. Today's show and the one I will do on body image is not scripted, so I'm just going to be kind of telling the story. I'm hoping I'm not going to ramble as I tell the story, but it was so exciting. So, so exciting. And all I could think of was, my God, I have to go and record a show about this because people will really like this story. So, here is Pride 48. Network promo. This show is a proud member of the Pride 48 Podcasting Network. Check out more great shows at pride48.com. Okay, so I'm kind of hoping you might be listening to this story in the evening. If so, grab yourself a glass of wine or a beer, get in a nice comfy chair or the couch, and listen. So yesterday... I did my usual thing I'm doing at the gym right now. I worked out weightlifting for about 45 minutes, and then I did about 35 minutes on cardio, and then I did my hour in the sauna. I was at the gym right around 4 o'clock or 4.30ish. That is when I was going into the sauna. So it being Monday... And it was getting in later afternoon. The gym was really picking up. And when the gym picks up and gets busy, there are more men in the sauna and steam room. 
let me just describe the sauna because it's important to the story. So you walk in the wooden door and you have the heater on the wall to the left. There's some space between the door and the heater and there is space on the other side of the heater to the benches. There are two levels when you walk straight ahead into the sauna. There's two levels there. Guys usually sit two on the top. Maybe if it's crowded and somebody really wants to be in there, one might sit on the bottom level, but they have to be kind of in between the guy's legs. And then along the right wall, there is just one long bench that is that same lower level. And that can hold three guys comfortably. If more people want to come in beyond that, sometimes they'll just stand by the door inside and wait until somebody leaves and then take their place. So I did about 20 minutes on the upper level, which is considerably hotter up there than the first level. I think that's kind of weird that it's that much difference, but there really is. And then sometimes guys will come in and they'll pour a little water on the stones, which is not really the best thing to do for that heater. But once they do that, if you're sitting on the second level, just this heat wave hits you unbelievably. On the lower level, it does get hotter as well. But you can tolerate that better, definitely. So after I did my 20 minutes on the second upper level there, and I was getting hot, I decided that I was going to sit on the lower level, on the side, on the right side, but the very first place you could sit as you walked in the door. So I was really the first guy in the sauna when you walked in. That particular time when you walked in, there was me, there was another guy, and there was a third guy along that right wall, and there were two guys on the upper level. So I'm sitting on the lower level. It's been about 30 minutes that I've been in there, and most of the other guys will clear out because I'm in there for an hour, usually, and that's obviously too much for most people. So there's always changing of the guys of what they're doing. So it happened to be that one of the guys on the upper level got down and walked out. And one of the guys that was next to me on that lower level on the right-hand side also got up and exited. Now, as I'm sitting there, the door opens and this guy walks in. He is about 6'3". He has a very muscular body. He has a little bit of a belly, but it was kind of cute and endearing that he had that. He had a hairy chest, but it wasn't excessively hairy, and he had quite a hairy belly. What he was wearing were sky blue little bikini underwear. He was about, oh... 23 to 26 years old. He had black hair, full head of hair. The hair on his body was black as well. I would probably guess that he was 
maybe like a combination of black Irish and maybe Greek. He didn't look completely Irish. That's just kind of a guess. So I'm sitting there and he walks in. And the first thing he does is to stand just inside the door between the door and the heater. And he's standing there. That will make him directly across from me. He's only about two feet away from me, and he's standing against the wall. And I had been kind of bent over. My forearms were on my legs at the time. Because in the sauna, when it's really hot, sometimes you can sit up straight, but also sometimes it's really difficult, so you kind of bend down to relax and breathe a little bit. So I was sitting there, and I I didn't see him at first. I mean, I saw there was a body there, but I didn't pay attention. So I sit back, and now my gaze, I can see the whole guy. His face was so handsome, so beautiful. He was clean-shaven, and he had that beautiful dark hair and black eyebrows. I have no idea what color his eyes were, but... He just looked spectacular. He didn't stand there for very long. He decided to get up on that open space on the second level. So he goes up and he sits down there. The guy next to him on the second level ends up leaving. And the two guys that were next to me, so it was just me and Mr. Beautiful up on the second level, He sat against the wall up there. There's more or less two seats. I suppose you could jam a third person in, but you'd probably be touching shoulders. So he sits over on the left as you're looking at it. He sits on the left. That makes him at an angle to my view. I can see him clearly. He can see me clearly. So as I'm sitting there, I've noticed him. And I try to very discreetly kind of check him out. I do every guy. And I know I get shit for that from people about, oh, you totally ruined the gym by cruising men. No, I'm just checking out guys. And if you are not aware of it, all guys check out other guys for their musculature, how they compare, as well as is their dick bigger than yours? Now, there will be people that will send me emails right now and say, that isn't true, I never do that. But it's natural to check out other guys for for no other reason for comparison. And he leans back and kind of scoots his butt forward so that he's kind of in a reclined position, maybe like a 45-degree angle, and he spreads his legs. Now, this is the first time that I noticed those blue bikini things he was wearing, and he would take his hands and he would kind of drop them in his lap, almost as a covering for his crotch. You know, maybe he was doing that because he didn't want people staring at him or checking him out or or whatever or he that just happens to be where he put his hands not on his crotch but down on his legs so it obstructed my view 
So I glance a little bit at his face and his chest and his abs and his legs and his feet. Oof. And each time I look at him real quick and then I look away, I notice that he's looking directly at me the entire time. So as he moves his hands, he moves his hands to like wipe his face or his hair. And now I can see that he kind of has a semi boner. And I had noticed prior when he first sat up there that the man had a really big dick and really big balls. You can just tell the way that they were outlined in this bikini underwear. His dick was facing downward over his balls. And I can tell you that he was a cut dick. I mean, that's how much it displayed it. And I know that he was proud of that fact. So he's staring at me and, you know, I check the man out. I check all guys out, but I'm married. I'm monogamous. And so I wasn't going to try to hit on him or hook up with him or whatever. And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, here I am 64 years old. And this guy is in his mid-20s and beautiful and a beautiful body and a beautiful crotch. So why is he looking at me? All right, well, I don't know. Maybe he tries to do stuff for money. Maybe. Maybe he's into older guys. Or what I would really like to believe is the work that I've been doing in the gym the last couple of weeks has really started to build my muscles back again. I have muscle memory. It takes less time to get back in shape once you've been in shape. And I was in shape for three decades. So my body's coming back. My body fat is dropping. My abs are going down. My chest and arms are building up. My double chin under my beard, I can feel, is going away. So I'm thinking, shit, maybe, maybe he's looking at me because he likes the way I look. I don't know. So he drops his hands back again on his legs to kind of cover up the fact that he has this semi-boner. And it was quite noticeable that he had this boner growing in these bikini underwear. Just a beautiful man. His legs also had all dark hair down them, and his feet were beautiful with little tiny bit of dark hair on his toes. Really, just stunning. I cannot emphasize stunning. So we sit like that for a short time, and then a few other guys come in. One guy sits next to him on the second level. Two other guys sit next to me on that lower level. So now there's five of us. And he decides to get up and get down from that second level. And as he's doing that, I'm thinking, oh, well, he's going out the door. He's going to go take a shower or maybe go in the steam room or, or whatever. or just cool off something. But he doesn't do that. What he does is he walks around the heater and he stands again right against the wall, right inside the door on the side of the heater. So once again, he is two feet from me. So at this point, because he's 6'3 and he has long legs, 
for the first time I noticed that when he's standing, his crotch is directly forward of my line of view. And that is when I notice that he's cut. The outline is just so clearly there. And you can tell his balls underneath his dick, or I should say behind his dick, are really big balls. He fills out that underwear incredibly. So my line of view is right on his crotch. Now, at this point, he does not have a boner, probably because there were other guys there or whatever. And I noticed that as he's standing there, he will glance a little bit at the other guys, but then turn his gaze back to me and stare directly at me. So I'm being entertained, <laughs> to say the least. I'm, this is what a great day to go to the gym. This is the great reason to go and work out, because this is the kind of thing you get to see. Big payoff for me. So I don't want to hold his gaze, and I don't want to hold a gaze, gaze, <laughs> G-A-Z-E, gaze, I don't want to hold a gaze on his crotch. So I start to look down and kind of look around a little bit, and I'm trying not to stare at the dude. I'm trying to not be obviously staring at the dude. And so what he starts to do is, I guess he was trying to maybe make it look like he was doing some kind of exercise, but he was shifting back and forth between his feet with a little bit of a bounce. <laughs> so as I kind of look around the sauna, there's still a scene, one, me, two other guys, and one guy up on the second level. And the other guys, I can see like glance at him, but then they look away and they're on their phones. Like they're not into it at all. I don't have my phone in there because I go in for an hour and I don't want my iPhone to melt. So sometimes I bring a book and my reading glasses. I didn't have anything with me. I just had a gallon water jug. I had a towel I was sitting on because I went into the sauna for an hour five days last week in a row and I burned my ass. I actually had to have Paco look at my ass and see what was wrong because it was so painful. And he says, just dry skin. So I put a lot of lotion on me and it got better in the next couple days. But now I sit on a towel, a folded towel. So my butt is not hot on the wood. So I'm sitting on that. And I also have a washcloth that I wipe my sweat because I just sweat like a pig. So he's doing this little bounce back and forth. He doesn't have headphones on, so he's not listening to music. And I can't really say that what he was doing was any form of exercise. You know, you could do things standing in. You could go up and down on your toes to work your calves. You could do some standing abdominal crunches. But no, he wasn't doing that. He was just bouncing back and forth. So, of course, my gaze, G-A-Z-E, is pulled back to him again. So, as I'm sitting there, as I look up at him, 
again, he's just staring at me as he bounces foot to foot and his entire body was bouncing, including his dick and balls in his underwear. They were tight underwear. I mean, the outline of the cut head of his dick was like right there. If I put my right arm out, I could touch his dick, which I did not do. (laughs) So he's staring at me, and I'm getting a little uncomfortable because I don't want to be staring back at this guy. So I kind of, again, look down, I kind of look around the room, I look up at the ceiling, (laughs) I look out the window of the door because I can see the clock, so I can see how long I've been in the sauna, but with him bouncing, of course, my gaze kind of goes back every, I don't know, 30 seconds or so, and I'm thinking to myself, is this guy hitting on me? I mean, is this beautiful Adonis man actually hitting on me? I was speechless. I mean, not that there was anything I was... Nobody was talking. There was nothing going on. The other guys were on their phones or they had headphones on listening to music. So nobody was paying any attention to this dude but me. And he's standing there bouncing back and forth. And then he turns... And he walks out of the sauna. And I look at the clock, and I'm just hitting my hour in there. But I'm thinking to myself, I can't go running out the door now. Because that's going to be too obvious that I was following him. Or if he was hitting on me, I don't want to go and make it look like I'm accepting him. You know, his offer or whatever. I didn't want to engage with him because, oh gosh, it was just too tempting. And why is this man staring at a 64-year-old guy? So I just kept sitting there and I waited another 10 or 15 minutes. And now I am dying in the sauna because guys keep coming in and out And there's always a couple guys every time I'm in there for that hour. There's always a couple guys that will come in and pour water on the stones. And then this wave of heat just emanates. And at this point, at an hour and 10 minutes or so, I just wanted to leave and take a cold shower and go home. But I didn't want to be obvious, and obviously he had been in the sauna, so this dude was now going to go in and take a shower. The gym has changed their showers. The way it used to be when I first went back to this gym under a new name, and it's, it's so much improved and, and renovated, the way it was, the men's showers, there were one, two, three, oh, there were six, three and three on each side. And they had these wooden doors that left about maybe a foot and a half at the bottom and came up. You, you'd have to get maybe up on your tiptoes to look over the top of your door. So you would close these wooden doors and there was a latch. You stuck the latch down and it was locked. Now, when I disappeared from the gym during COVID times, they were still open once the all clear was given by Boston, you can open. 
and they had COVID protocols in place. When I first went back, those doors were gone, and they now just had plastic curtains hanging down on each shower. On a tension rod, by the way, and the reason I know that, (laughs) well, I'll get to that. So they just have these plastic showers, curtains. And I was wondering, like, it was so beautiful, these wooden doors, they would close and they would latch them. Why did they switch to these cheap plastic curtains? And all I can think of was maybe someone went in and latched it so you couldn't push in from the outside at all. And maybe there was some sort of health emergency and they had to break the door in order to get the guy out. That's the only reason I can think of why they would change this, because it was so nice, so so well done, so classy, and now cheap plastic curtains. The only thing I can think of was somebody was in there and latched it and couldn't get out or needed to get out. Maybe there was a fire inspector that came in and said, you know, no, if you lost all the lights, people couldn't even get out of there. So they have cheap plastic curtains. So I'm thinking, okay, well, he went to take a shower and I'm going to hang out these extra 10 minutes. And then when I finally did go out to the showers, he wasn't in the showers. And as I walk to the showers, I can see most of the locker room to the right. If I just look all the lockers, it's a big room with lockers around three sides of it and one, two, three, four, five benches. And I I didn't see him there at all, which was kind of a relief, but at the same time, kind of disappointing. But I go in and my mind is just running through this story in my head. Oh my God, I can't wait to go home and record and tell people about this. This is so exciting. So I'm running it through my mind, you know, what I would say and what aspects of the story I want to hit. And when I'm in the shower, I have a bathing suit on that comes kind of almost down to my knees, but not quite. And I was wearing a t-shirt actually the entire time I was in there because I was trying to burn a little bit more calories. And I had water shoes on because of the problems I have with neuropathy in my feet. I was told not to be barefoot anywhere especially in a gym, shower, locker room. So I have these water shoes on so I can shower with the shoes on. They're full shoes. Paco and I each have a pair. We wear these if we go swimming in a lake. So when we're walking on the bottom, if there's rocks or whatever, we don't feel it. So there are two items that I always wash every day. I wash the water shoes. I take them off one at a time. I wash my foot. I kind of lean against the wall balancing. I wash the water shoe and then I put it back on. And my bathing suit. I currently only have one because I just never seem to be going swimming. I need to get more. But I'll wash that out completely so that when I get home, I can kind of put it near a radiator and it will be dry for the next day. But the stuff that I had that I used in the sauna the towel I was sitting on, which was a full-size bath towel, my swimsuit, my t-shirt, which was soaking wet, and I always will wash out a little bit on the t-shirt and my washcloth 
because I want to hang them to dry when I get home before I put them in the laundry. So as I shower, I'm taking my bath towel over the rod, which to me, I thought, well, this is a permanent rod. It's like screwed into the walls or whatever. And I always do this, so I wasn't too concerned. So I flop the towel over it, and then I clean my washcloth, and I hang that over next to it. And then I take my swimsuit off, and I wash that all out, and I hang it next to them. Oh, and my T-shirt. And I wash out my T-shirt, and I hang that up. So across the entire rod, it's towel and face cloth and swimsuit and T-shirt, all wet. Well, not the towel, but everything else is wet. <laughs> so I had I had washed everything out, except you know, washed my water shoes, but I was still wearing them. And I started soaping up my body. And then, big surprise, it's a tension rod. And suddenly, the entire rod and everything hanging on it just drops to the floor. And there were three guys in the showers opposite me that suddenly pulled their curtain back like, what was that noise? (laughs) And I'm like, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Like, I was freaking out. So I pick up the curtain rod and I'm like, okay, I, I have to find the way to increase the tension and put it back on the wall, which I did. And I took all the wet stuff off. I did not go into that shower today, and I will probably not go in into that shower in the future unless I have to. So I finish showering, and I go, and I get my gym bag, and I go out to my car, and across the parking lot, I can see that the dude is sitting in his Jeep, and he's watching me as I walk to my car. Now, again, I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to encourage anything. So I sit in my car for about 10 or 15 minutes, getting my phone onto Bluetooth so it plays through the radio and checking my emails and things on my phone. And then he ends up driving away. And that was the end. He was not there today, but I went earlier today. So yeah, it was really exciting. It was really tantalizing. I did think if he's checking me out because he thinks my body is good, that's great. And so when I went to the gym today, I did extra everything except for the hour in the sauna. I still did an hour, but my weightlifting, heavier, more sets, more exercises, cardio, let's kick that incline up and, you know, checking my heart rate constantly. I was just so enthused thinking maybe he's checking out my body. I don't know. Was he hitting on me? You tell me. Send me a message and tell me if you think he was hitting on me. Give me your opinion. Was this dude hitting on me? So that was exciting and that was motivational. And I will continue to tell you of my exploits, my adventures at the gym and the sauna and the showers and the locker room and all that shit. So I hope you enjoyed that little tale. I enjoyed telling you, and I will keep you updated if anything else occurs, especially with him. Meanwhile, I will be out the body image, and it kind of ties into this story a little bit. So do check that out. And of course, the final part, part four of I See Dead People, will be out. 
Thank you so much for joining me. Big hugs to all of you. I hope to talk to you real soon. Thanks, guys. Bye for now.